Hey everyone, welcome. Steve Wollenhouse. I'm your host here on Anatomy of Success. And this week, to be more successful, here are six reasons to burn a bridge. That's what we'll talk about. Glad you joined us. Let's get started. Welcome back again. This is Anatomy of Success, and I'm your host, Steve Wollenhouse. Glad you joined us. Please subscribe to the podcast. If you've joined us for the first time, welcome. Hope you like what we do. If you've been here before, find some benefits, share the word, and ratings and reviews are also appreciated. Now, head over to weatherology.com. You'll find a weather app that we've created. Great new changes this year that we're proud of getting feedback from our users and helping us create one of the best weather apps in the world. Please take advantage of it. It's free. And then find me under About Us at the top of that page. Follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and on Instagram. You know, I believe it's always best to exit any relationship respectfully and with integrity if you can. However, the expression never burn a bridge isn't applicable in every situation. And I hear that term like so many tossed around indiscriminately with absolutely no margin of error when it comes to circumstances that may warrant a different reaction. There's times when we need to burn a bridge, folks, where the other party ensures the bridge needs to be burned. I've been in business for almost four decades now. There's been plenty of situations where the other party attempted to stretch the truth or weasel their way out of a contract. In situations where the conversation steered in an amicable direction, I let it go, didn't let my pride or my values get damaged. When it was deliberate, though, blatant dishonesty never sits well with me, and it never ends well when I'm in a business relationship and somebody's lying to me or trying to finesse out of a commitment. This is yet another harsh reality for entrepreneurs and people in business and people in relationships that some people just have a difficult time coming to grips with. Some people test our integrity and we need to stand firm and set firm boundaries or we get trampled on, take advantage of used, like a failed marriage. Sometimes things just don't work out. Sometimes the parties end up not getting along. That's life. And some relationships are better off in the past. And sometimes the bridge needs to be blown to smithereens. It's to our advantage. And I'm telling you, I've had situations like this where you're dealing with somebody that has employees that are acting inconsistent with the integrity of the organization. And you call that person out in private, in confidence to the CEO and their kids that are being the benefactors of nepotism. And the reaction is, how dare you? As if I'm doing something wrong by illuminating a toxic human being in their organization that's doing damage that could be irreparable. But they side with this person only to find out 10 years later, yeah, She was a horrible human being, very dangerous to the business. No apology, no effort to even reconcile and move forward. Guess what? Bridges blown up, could care less. You guys go do your thing with daddy's business. I'm going to be just fine. I've always been just fine. Steve Marobali said this, stop telling me not to burn bridges. Some bridges are meant to be burned. Some roads are never meant to be traveled again. Amen and thank you, Steve. So here are six reasons why some bridges need to be burned. Number one, liars. I had a client call me up many years ago, introducing themselves as the new marketing director for this particular organization. They reiterated how successful the program was, how much they loved us and loved the partnership. It was business as usual. Two months later, I get a cancellation notice on New Year's Eve at 11 p.m. 
I required they honor the current contract because they didn't honor the cancellation provision. It came in too late. And because I realized that after this guy gave me this pretentious, disingenuous, carefully orchestrated conversation two months earlier, telling me how great everything was, and then intended through the shadow of darkness to do their dirty work, I said, forget it, adamant. You're going to honor the deal. You're committed for two years. Hope you like the service you're getting because we'll enjoy getting paid. Sound harsh? That's reality. This person is a liar and a jerk and I'll never work with them again and I never would work with them again, but you are going to honor your commitment because I'm honoring mine. Bridge burned and I suggest you learn to do the same when you're dealing with a liar. Number two, cheaters. If your business partner cheats or your primary business associates or your intimate partners are unfaithful, we have a decision to make, folks. Will we spend the rest of our relationship looking over our shoulder or are we going to move on? Plenty of people attempt to reconcile with cheaters. Personally, I don't. It's a character flaw. And most cheaters just become more clever, conniving because they got caught. Especially if we let it go, we give them a license to continue cheating on us. I'm not interested in counseling people to help them rectify their personal problems and deviant behavior. Sorry, that's not my mission in life. So I blow up the bridge, I move on, and I don't look back. What's the point? Next, unbalanced. Sometimes relationships are very uneven. There's no equilibrium. One party gives way much more than the other, and the perception of inequity starts to accumulate and cause enormous frustration. The world is full of givers and takers. I personally grow tired of takers and refuse to work with selfish people that are only looking out for themselves, and I've encountered that plenty of time in business. It doesn't need to be done maliciously, but I gently move away from people that clearly don't give back and only take, personally and professionally. David Russell said this, the hardest thing in life to learn is which bridge to cross and which bridge to burn. Next, unethical. Now, this should hopefully be very obvious and go without saying. When someone takes dishonesty to an extreme, the relationship is doomed. Unethical or illegal behavior never should be tolerated. I've had several clients over the years do very unethical things that required a firm response. When people make assumptions and don't bother gathering all the facts, things can get ugly. I prefer to put these people in the past and limit toxic relationships personally by replacing them with kind, generous, assiduous, honest, and reasonable people, and there's plenty out there. Next, what I call unacceptable. You know, almost 25 years ago, one of my all-star meteorologists was doing live severe weather coverage on a local radio station in our region. The owner of that station called up this female employee at 11 p.m. while she was on the air talking about tornado warnings and started to talk to her in a very sexually explicit fashion, asking her if she had pictures she could send him. Are you kidding me? He was drunk, incidentally, and she was mortified. She came to me in tears the next day and was desperately looking for support and safety. Didn't say it, but I knew it, obviously. Without hesitation, right there, I called that idiot and said, guess what? We're done, dipshit. 
At that time, his group, by the way, had dozens of radio stations in a key state that had a big impact on a revenue. So there was severe economic consequences for this. My point is, sometimes things happen. Unacceptable. I blew up the bridge. Money doesn't matter when it comes to standing for integrity and principle. That person, by the way, she still works for me 25 years later and is one of my key leaders. No big surprise because two and a half decades ago, I made it very clear to her, I respect you. I will protect you and provide a safe place for you to work unconditionally. Blew up that bridge. A few years later, by the way, his kids called me up and did apologize, which I thought was great. We started working together again until I realized they're assholes too. Guess what? Boom! There goes the bridge. Don't have time for it. Next, and finally, what I call unpleasant and abusive. Some people just make life really difficult. They inflict emotional abuse that's intolerable. Often it's the lowest paying client too, ironically, that acts like this and they complicate our business affairs. In relationships, might be a friend, could be an intimate partner. Regardless, abuse is never okay. In addition, I just refuse to work with complicated people that make my life miserable. Few years ago, had a client who inherited radio stations once again from mommy and daddy. They built the business. They did all the hard work. Some of the siblings stepped in, took over the radio stations. This guy was the quintessential arrogant prick. I'm not kidding you. Envious of our success, seeing somebody that's actually building a hugely successful business on their own from nothing like myself was too much to bear since this guy stepped in, took over dad's business and was given real simple instructions. Just don't screw it up, Junior. Okay. Most incompetent fools stumble through life when they inherit somebody's good fortune. This guy worked with us anyway because he knew our service was unparalleled, but he treated me personally with resentment and bitterness. Wouldn't respond to my emails or my phone calls. Refused to meet with me personally. I mean, how can you have a business relationship with somebody that treats you like that? That's abuse. And it's a bully attempting to assert themselves and show you, I'm the boss. I'm in charge. How do you like it? I ended that relationship, which was a devastating blow to his ego. Bridge burned. Wouldn't talk to that fool ever again if my life depended on it. Some of these things that we talked about today sound a little harsh, I bet. Yeah, because it might rub against the grain of our desire to be a good person. I'm a great person and I treat people with respect. But when I don't like somebody because I feel like they're toxic or I feel like they're destructive or they have narcissistic tendencies or they're not good people to do business with, you bet I burn up the bridge. And I can tell you, it's worked fabulously for me for almost 40 years. So anybody that wants to argue about that, I'd like to see where you're at, what you're doing, how successful your company is. Because I can promise you it's a benefit to your employees to get rid of these types of customers and it's a benefit to yourself to get rid of dealing with people like this because they invariably cause emotional and a lot of times financial complications. Robert too said this, respect yourself enough to walk away from anything that no longer serves you, grows you, or makes you happy. And that's the point of this conversation today, folks. Sometimes in life, we got to be tough and firm and I encourage you to practice that. Hope you benefited from these six tips on when you need to burn a bridge. I'm Steve Wollenhouse. This is Anatomy of Success. Until next week, let's stay focused. Let's stay positive. Let's stay optimistic. <laughs>